0: You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Sluts and
1: Scholars.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Sluts and Scholars is a sex-positive, shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter. While we love to give advice and resources, please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. Hey Slutty Scholars, we're not releasing any new content this month except for on our Patreon. So enjoy this free teaser and join us on Patreon to hear the rest. Patreon.com slash and Scholars. We'll be back with full episodes for everyone after July. I'm, I'm curious, are there things that you ask a sex worker before you hire them to see if like you would feel comfortable with them cuz i know you've talked about hooking up with people before and maybe they've said things that made you feel uncomfortable and that weren't um i don't know very supportive and so i wonder if there's like a screening process of like questions you ask them so that you know they will be Well, both sex workers and these people on the internet. Yeah, acts. and people on the I internet keep- like so that you I mean you can never like assume how someone is going to be but are there any like questions that you ask to make sure that they'll be open and supportive?
1: I mean, the big question that I ask sex workers and non-sex workers when I'm looking to get to get down is like, would you help me get in and out of bed, and and get undressed? Would you be okay with that? That's like basically what I'm asking. And when I'm asking that question, is would you take care of me? Would you would you provide me with care? Would you will you ensure that I'm okay? Do you, like, and if you're if you're not, tell me now, like today. When I was setting up the hookup with the sex worker tomorrow. I said, like, I will need blah, blah, and I laid it all out. And I said, are you okay with this, yes or no? And he wrote back, yeah, cool, no problem. And I just kind of rolled my eyes and went, maybe it is no problem, but like, I don't know if you know what you're getting into right now, Mm. so, like, because I think sometimes sometimes what I've noticed in working with sex workers is they want to give you what you want, and the fantasy is like, everything is cool, nothing is a problem, everything's great, and then they walk in my house with disability and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I didn't realize.
0: Mm.
2: And do those conversations go, I mean, obviously you haven't yet met someone off the app yet, but soon I'm sure. Um, how, how do those conversations go like on Grindr oh, I, or
1: I met, a, I met I met somebody off the app a few months ago and I can share that oh, story. I, I met somebody okay. off the app at two in the morning a few months ago. You we slut. Were- I mean, yeah. You it was thirsty,
0: thirsty slut. <laughs> we say that in the, the most morning. loving, supportive way possible from two coming yeah. from two other sluts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course, yes, yes, got it. It was two in the morning and I wanted my I wanted to give I wanted to get my my dick sucked. So went in the app and I met this guy and he was very persistent. He was like, I can be there in five minutes. I'll be there in five minutes. I was like, whoa, <laughs> calm your calm your okay. So calm your, so, dick. So, calm your mouth. Like, calm your mouth. Yeah. So like I agreed to for him to come over and then He gets here, and we're we're doing it, and he whips out his camera phone and starts recording himself sucking my dick, and I was like, hang on, hold on, I didn't consent to this, what is occurring? And, like, he kept recording, and I just let it go, (gasps) all right, it's some dumb kid who wants to, like, watch this back later, but I was also like, I didn't, you need, what? (laughs) Like, you need to check in with your people before you start doing that, that's not cool, buddy. So, like... And then I didn't finish because I was like, that's weird. And then he left. He left. And then he blocked me off Grinder after. And I was like, well, you know what? That's gross.
2: That's really, that's fucked up. That's like very upsetting. I'm so mad and sorry that you experienced that.
1: Well, I'm kind of glad that he blocked me because it means I don't have to like deal with him again. But it's like, dude, really? You're going to do that? Really? Okay. So like, yeah, that's the kind of shit that I deal with on the apps, which is why Sometimes hiring a sex worker is a much better option, but it's also tough for me to. It's been a tough time for me to try to figure out boundaries because we all know what sex work is. But sometimes you you catch feelings that you didn't mean to catch for somebody, and then it feels awkward when they're like, "Oh, it was just a job," and you're like, "Oh, sorry, I caught, I felt things for you." Wow. So learning like to set my own boundaries and realize they are just they are just working. It's a, it's a job. And to take away the like, oh my God, I love you, I feel things. That's been hard, but it's been a really good, important learning curve for me.
0: Yeah. How, how do you deal with that when you get attached to somebody? Because I mean, clearly they're probably doing sex work because they're good at it. <clears throat> and so play, playing that role, and maybe genuinely they obviously like just want to help or care, but uh, that just that sounds really hurtful or can be really hurtful.
1: I mean, and I don't think it comes from I don't think they yeah. mean it. Like the two guys that I work with that I've worked with now for one for almost two years, holy shit, and one for seven or eight months now, um, we've had to have repeated conversations about boundaries, which I think is important, but it also feels like it's hard for me sometimes because it feels like I'm the one that's like, oh Andrew, you can't figure out boundaries, oh goodness. So like having to like remind myself that no. These people are working and you can Mm. use them as, you can use them as, you can obviously care about them during your sessions, but use them as the sex workers they are. And then you don't have to, you don't need to invest your whole life in them. They're literally doing a job. So it's, that's been tough for me because, you know, we're taught that like when you have sex with somebody, you're supposed to feel things. And turning that off for me has been a hard thing to do.
2: Yeah, what sort of boundaries have had to come up that have had to been clarified?
1: Just like don't text so much. Like don't maybe don't post on my like social media stuff here and there. Which is which I get it because they have separate lives and they have a right to that. Mm -hmm. But it it took a minute for me to be like, oh, you don't want me involved in your life, but I suck your dick twice a month. Like, what? Oh, and then so that that did take some getting used to, and it, it did feel kind of like a. Kind of like a breakup for a little bit, but then Mm. when I realized that it was literally just it was their job and they were just setting setting boundaries, I got I was more okay with it. And also, the dick was really good, so I was like, "Well, I don't want to I don't want to divorce myself from this great dick." So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) what have you had to do to be able to like separate that? Because I I don't know. For me, when I like catch feelings for something, I feel like I have to like if it's not something that I can pursue. I maybe have to like cut it off, or cut off the communication, cut off the dick. <laughs> so I wonder, castration. Yeah, like how how do you compartmentalize? That sounds hard.
1: I mean, I don't. I have all the feelings in my own head, and I don't I don't share with them that I'm feeling those things. And if they're listening, hey. Uh, <laughs> but you know, if I don't tell them that I'm feeling things, I try to be very like closed off about it because again i try to remind myself that for them this is a job they don't necessarily love you they came because you paid them and so enjoy it for what it is and don't invest more than that which is a hard thing for me to learn but i'm learning
2: and also even like conveying to them feelings is like emotional labor that's not necessarily part of of the job description although i have heard that a lot of sex workers do also feel like therapists also feel like therapists. And a lot of their clients like do expect this, like not that you expect this at all, because I think there's like the, for people for whom it just kind of happens. And then there are other people who I think are used, have much more shame about um, using sex workers and sex and their services um, that like also put this huge, intense like emotional labor requirement on on there. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I also don't want to, I don't want to make my workers feel like they have to therapize me or something. So like, and also I I'm trying to get to a place where they're not my best friend. They are there to give me their dick. So enjoy that for what it is. And that kind of being kind of slutty that way with them in a safe environment feels kind of good.
2: Want to hear the rest of our interview? support us on patreon and you'll get access to all of the sloppy seconds you want patreon.com slash sluts and scholars that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash sluts and scholars